Welcome into Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I am a little bit late today. Been running around trying to take care of a couple of different things. I appreciate all of you for being uh, willing to wait for me. Uh, television show will be on in about an hour. Uh, but I hope you're all having a fantastic Tuesday wherever you are across this great country or this great land. I got a bunch of different things to hit in today's story, but we begin with an incredible offer for you. Bet $5. $5 and you can win $275. All you have to do is pick who's going to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs or Bucks. And if you're nervous about picking the wrong side, let me tell you this right now. All you have to do is get a buddy. Could be your wife. Could be your husband. Could be your roommate. Could be one of your friends. And tell them to take the other side. All you have to do is bet $5. One of you is guaranteed to win. Maybe your girlfriend. Maybe you don't have a lot of money for Valentine's. Go get a fancy hotel room with the $275 you win. Hotel rooms aren't very complicated, uh, aren't very expensive right now. This is not hard. $5, 55 to 1 payout. Pick the Super Bowl winner. All you have to do if you're a new user is go to fanduel.com slash clay. Go sign up right now. Fanduel.com slash clay. It's a no-brainer. It's a 55 to 1 payout. You'll be glad that you did it. FanDuel.com slash Clay. All right. Lots to get into here. Uh, I want to start with the Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packer drama. A lot of people deciding to put Aaron Rodgers in the Matthew Stafford and in the Deshaun Watson camp as somebody who might not be interested in returning to Green Bay. Rodgers says that he doesn't believe that that is likely to be the case. Basically, he's planning on being back next year. Is it possible that he could put pressure on Green Bay? Yes, there's lots of stories out there that Aaron Rodgers could say, hey, trade me or I'm going to retire. That's the ultimate trump card that any player would have. Would Aaron Rodgers be angry enough at the Packers over their decision to draft his replacement instead of having an asset, maybe a defensive back who could cover somebody late in the game, uh, late in the first half? Uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers could be angry enough to contemplate moving on elsewhere. This is a story that is certainly worth paying attention to. But right now, Aaron Rodgers is saying he plans to be back with the Packers. What about Matthew Stafford? He's going to be traded. And if I had to bet on where I think Matthew Stafford is going to end up, I think he's going to end up on the Indianapolis Colts. I love this. All right, I ran through this morning on the radio program all of the different NFL quarterbacks and I only felt comfortable that 12 guys were likely to stay there, right? Starters that you knew were reliable and they were 100% going to be there. 12 guys. 12 guys meaning there are potentially 20 jobs that are open. And to me, the Colts make a lot of sense for Matthew Stafford. They can block for him. Another dome. I love what Jonathan Taylor is starting to do on the offensive side of the ball. This is a team that won 11 games last year with Phillip Rivers. Stafford's only 33 years old. Makes a lot of sense to me for Matthew Stafford to end up on the Indianapolis Colts. That's where I would bet on Matthew Stafford going. By the way, hate to keep mentioning this. Sorry Detroit Lions fans. But one win since 1957 in the playoffs for the Detroit Lions. That is pretty unbelievable. Uh, It has now been one year 
uh, according to uh, many different places all over the internet that are writing their pieces since Kobe Bryant died. Uh, that was happening the week of the Super Bowl last year. I was down in Miami. It's crazy to me to believe that we are basically one year removed from Kobe because that story really kind of vanished with the rise of COVID. The fact that it has been one year since that helicopter crash in Los Angeles that Kobe Bryant uh, died unexpectedly. I can't believe that it's been only one year. It feels like many of us have lived like 10 years uh, in that one year's time span but it's now been one year uh, since Kobe died. Um, There was a story out there that got a lot of attention that Coach K was uh, criticized. you guys see this story? For the way he responded to a student question. And when I saw this go viral on social media in the sports media realm I thought that Coach K's behavior was going to be off the charts bad and I went and listened to it and I was like ah, I didn't really think it was much of a story at all. And I understand that people are all uh, eager to come after famous people like Coach K and Coach K has apologized in general and I don't think his response was necessarily uh, like friendly but have you watched very many head coach press conferences? I mean Nick Saban bites the head off half the reporters that ask questions. And so I didn't think that Coach K it seemed to me was behaving that much differently than I have seen a lot of coaches behave with a lot of reporters from a variety of different backgrounds Uh, and so I didn't think that was as much of a story as a lot of other people did. Uh, Credit. Florida has offered to host the Olympics if Japan isn't willing to do it. I got to give credit to Florida Governor uh, DeSantis here because this is an absolutely phenomenal idea from Ron DeSantis. Uh, He is, in addition to hosting the Super Bowl, the national title game in college football, WrestleMania, many different NASCAR-related events, Disney World has been open along with Universal Studios and all of the other amusement parks in Florida. This is, I love it, an incredible storyline that Florida is now offering to host the Olympics in the event that Japan doesn't think they can do it. Well, they already had the bubble in the NBA. I really don't have any doubt that Florida could find a way to host the Olympics if necessary as well with all of the different stadiums and athletic facilities that the state of Florida has. I absolutely love this idea. I want to give a shout out right now uh, to a member of our OutKick small business program Jim Hospitality. Thank you for fighting the fight with OutKick. Jim Hospitality is celebrating over 10 years in the sports and entertainment industry. They're offering custom packages featuring some of the world's most prestigious sporting events. They have five-star entertainment experiences at the best and most competitive rates in the industry. Their expertise is the creation of memorable events that result in measurable returns. A drive for perfection, attention to detail, unparalleled planning. Jim leaves absolutely nothing to chance and guarantees delivery of an event that makes an unforgettable impression. They have Super Bowl events, Masters events, Final Four, a lot of other sporting and entertainment events. You can go check them out at gymhospitality.com slash outkick to boost and book your next sports trip. G-E-M hospitality.com slash outkick 
I appreciate all of them. You can also follow them on Twitter at GEM Sports. I know they got an event coming up at the Super Bowl. They've been shut down for a long time. Uh, We appreciate them and encourage you to check out gemhospitality.com and thank them for being with us here at OutKick. A couple of uh, additional stories here. Um, This is a story, I, I get a lot of questions. Everybody, it seems these days, has a podcast now. And there were just data that was released on the largest possible podcast, okay? And also the average podcast size. This is interesting. Of all the podcasts out there, the median number of listeners for most podcasts is 124 people. So all the podcasts out there, the absolute smack dab middle for the number of people that are listening is 124. The top 1% of podcasts average 35,000 listeners. And the top 10% average 3,000 listeners. So in order to be one of the 10% largest audience podcasts you just need to have an average of 3,000 people listening to your podcast and in order to be in the top half you just need to have one more than 124 so 125 listens top 1% has 35,000 listeners. The podcast universe is fascinating to me because we have grown in a massive degree with our OutKick podcast but I'm also on 300 plus AM FM stations every single day so the podcasts are just one of the ways that you are able to listen to us. But you know we hired away Chad Withrow, Jonathan Hutton, Paul Kaharski. We are in the process of building out our own over-the-top network for podcasts, for video, for everything at OutKick so that you would be able to start your morning hopefully with me at 6 a.m. Eastern and go all the way until 7 p.m. Eastern just listening to to OutKick-related content. Uh, And trust me, our podcast audiences are squarely within uh, the 1% there in terms of the number of people that are listening. Did you see this story yesterday? Stupid stories that seem to trend on a regular basis. Tom Brady's friendship with Donald Trump suddenly became a huge controversy yesterday on Twitter. And I don't understand how this is remotely possible. And now all the talking heads are out there debating whether or not Tom Brady's friendship with Donald Trump should be a major issue going forward. Since when did who you were friends with dictate whether you should be judged by whatever opinions they might have. This is all insanity. And what's going on is people are trying to slice and dice identities to such an extent where you're only allowed to have friendships with people who are exactly like you. It seems awfully boring to me. My family is about half Donald Trump voters and about half Joe Biden voters. We still manage to have Thanksgiving together. We still manage to have Christmas together. I'm not even sure who my wife voted for. And we still manage to be married for 16 years. This idea that you have to have purity in your friendships, in your relationships and that you aren't allowed to be friends with a Republican if you're a Democrat or friends with a Democrat if you're a Republican is pure insanity. And this is where social media is driving us. And some people are trying to say well, Tom Brady got to keep his job even though he's friends with Donald Trump and Colin Kaepernick's not employed because he took a knee. 
Well, yeah, Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the history of the game. But if Tom Brady took a knee before this Super Bowl to protest Donald Trump losing the 2020 election, people who have been defending Colin Kaepernick kneeling during the anthem for years would immediately demand that Tom Brady no longer be allowed to be a quarterback in the NFL. And this is why I keep circling around and why our audience continues to explode because my precedents that I sit, that I set are logical. I don't think it's smart in football for statements to be made about politics of any sort in a uniform at work. I think that's bad for the overall interest in the league. It's been my position ever since Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Same way that I don't think it would be smart for somebody to take a knee because they protest gay marriage or because they're pro or anti-abortion or whatever the heck you want to argue is a particular position of interest. And so to me, the larger context here is this is cancel culture moving into who you can be friends with and who you cannot be friends with. And I think it is fundamentally broken. It is a failure of epic magnitude and, uh, and I just think it's shameful that stories like these are allowed to turn into massive controversies with controversy in quotation mark. Uh, final story here. Did you see where Sports Illustrated is now going to put its articles behind the paywall? I didn't realize SI is down to like 20 or 16 uh, actual magazines a year. I think it's 16 magazines a year basically. Uh, and now they're going to put all of their writing behind a paywall uh, and basically become another version of The Athletic. And what is fascinating about this to me is years and years ago if you had told me when I started OutKick nine years ago hey Clay within a decade your business is going to be better than the business of Sports Illustrated in the world of sports media I would have told you you were crazy yet here we are I'd rather own OutKick than I'd rather own SI which is pretty wild to think about. Um, but SI going behind a paywall feels like the end of an era for SI as a major voice in the world of sports and a part of me wonders whether somebody like The Athletic might end up buying Sports Illustrated before all is said and done. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, In the meantime, 55 to 1 payout. You bet $5 on either the Chiefs or the Bucks and you win $275. Get your bets in right now. FanDuel.com slash Clay. It's easy to find. FanDuel.com slash my name C-L-A-Y. You do that. You get a 55 to 1 offer. You can get your girlfriend to take the opposite side. You can get your boyfriend to take the opposite side. Find a buddy and you're guaranteed to win $275 for betting 10 bucks. That is a heck of a payoff. You guys can go out get a hotel room go have a great dinner somewhere. Uh, fanduel.com slash Clay. I love all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to ask back.